0: This is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. This is your afternoon tonic. Hey man, will you just carry me around today? Like, here Anthony, I just like, open your arms. That's it. They took dibs on everything. That's it. They took dibs on everything.
1: This is your afternoon tonic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No. No. I'm okay. not very excited right now. Okay. <laughs> I'll get more excited
1: as we go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, this is this is afternoon tonic. Welcome. They took dibs on everything.
0: Yep. This is a bad idea.
1: Yep. It's
0: a bad idea. What what you sipping on for this afternoon <laughs> tonic there, Anthony? What you sipping on? I am
1: sipping on tea.
0: Tea. What type of tea? tea. Black
1: tea with milk.
0: Oh, nice. Nice. Because I'm I... not feeling yeah, but you look pretty good. Your eyebrows look very prominent yeah, right I now. Yeah, I love it. With this hat, I have huge, bushy eyebrows. What is What is the hat? I don't see. What does it say on the front? It's Cafe du Monde
1: in New Orleans. Cafe du Monde. It's where they make the beignets and the chicory.
0: Ah, beignets. Yes. <laughs> ah, beignets. Beignets. Yeah, what do you drink? They have a song about that, right? Baby loves beignets, beignets, beignets. Something like that. I know that one. Baby loves and bread. oh i thought it was beignets it could be let's make it about beignets
1: yeah beignets are great right? beignet. exactly
0: yeah dude i'm sipping on some uh some coffee nice yeah Hot or cold 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 with some uh almond juice <laughs> almond water
1: <laughs> yep yep
0: it's rather tasty yeah, almond juice. juice.
1: So you don't do the milk. You there is no such thing
0: as almond milk. There's, that, there's not. A,
1: there's a comedian who does a bit that I've seen go around a little bit about lately about how we need to stop milking things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a real problem. It's a real you've, problem. We started milking you. too many things. Sure. I okay. The one, the most recent one that I don't get is a uh, oat milk. You don't get it. I don't understand what oat milk is. It's, I mean, I don't understand what almond milk is either. But, but we've made uh, almond milk at our house. You just like soak the almonds, yeah, and you blend them up and like strain it. Yeah. So I, I get it, but I don't understand how you do that to uh, oatmeal.
1: Maybe it's maybe it's the leftover of oatmeal. You know, like what's left in your bowl that you don't finish.
0: What's left over?
1: Well, like if you have a little bit of like milk or whatever left over. Uh huh maybe cuz oh
0: i see no do... but this was like they had this in the boxes like right next to the uh the almond milk right but they it's
1: called but they milk. also sell ice cream that's flavored as um cinnamon toast crunch milk
0: you know like the the milk I,
1: you I, get after
0: so yeah you yeah, yeah i meal. i know exactly what you're talking about and i i i myself have had a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch cereal yes and i always thought that the milk the remaining milk from that cereal is the worst. Wait. What? I would rather have... Everybody
1: thinks that's the best milk.
0: No. No. What's, okay. What's no, the no, best no, no, milk no, no, of no. all the cereals? Uh, I would rather have Frosted Flakes. That's good. Or it gets all sweet. Uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. That's nice. Uh, even, even Captain Crunch I would do over cinnamon yeah. Toast. cinnamon really? Toast, I, don't, it, 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 I think it's just because it gets too gloppy. I see. At the bottom. It's a texture thing, you know? I like cinnamon, but it's a texture thing for me. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. So we had a show, right?
0: We did. We had it just a few days ago.
1: Yeah. Oh, actually. And the reason we had a show is we have a new EP app on all streaming platforms called First Tap. So we are a band as well as a podcast. So uh, if you're interested in hearing our music, you like our music. Go on Spotify right now. Check it out. It's called First Tap. Our name is Sap and Claw Elixir. Just down below, you see the Afternoon Tonic with Sap and Claw Elixir. We are Sap and Claw Elixir. And the name of the album is First Tap. It's available on Spotify, on Apple, on Amazon, on any, any major streaming service. I think it's even on YouTube. So you can get it anywhere you listen to your music.
0: That's cool. Yeah, how's it been doing? Have you has anyone listened to it yet? Yeah,
1: a lot of people. It's uh, really. I think we're like double platinum. Wow. Yeah, so get on board, everybody. If you haven't listened, wow, yet, double I don't platinum. Know where you have been? But
0: wow, that's pretty impressive. I wasn't expecting that tremendous of a of of, of acknowledgement that quickly.
1: Yeah, it's great.
0: I I, I mean, guess it's it kind of hard
1: say they liked it, but that's just how many people listen.
0: I see. I see. Well, yeah, that's fine. They don't have to like it as long as we yeah. make money from it. It's fine. Yeah, but uh, that's so, cool. So,
1: in commemoration of this new this new EP, we we did a show out here in Austin at the Green Jay, mm-hmm. which is just off Sixth Street, right downtown, in the thick of it. It was a crazy night. They had sold that show at Stubbs. Sold that show at Anton's. It was wild.
0: And Valhalla had a lot of people at it too. That's
1: true. Yeah, yeah metal
0: It was happening man there were so many people out granted it was a Friday night so I expect people to go out but it was crowded yeah. everywhere.
1: Oh yeah. Um and we had a great turnout. So we played a show at the Green Jay, and uh we shared the, the, the night with Cellophane Sun and Flavor. And uh yeah, it was a great it was a great turnout. A lot of
0: people came, it was a fun night. So what what did you think of the show? I thought it was cool. I, I want to see the footage. Mm-hmm. To- because it's always a different experience uh, in the moment versus retrospectively. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Because uh, it felt to me like there were some good times in it. Mm-hmm. It felt like there was some uh, good moments of energy. Yeah. And then there were some other unfortunate things like me just forgetting what I was doing. And like, where am I? Oh, that is that's right. I have to play music. Oh, wait. How does this song go? <laughs> that happened to me at the end <laughs> of the night. So good yeah but it happens it wasn't but i i don't think it was a i overall i was really happy it was, with it was it, charming
1: what happened it was pretty funny where like i feel like you were singing it in a different key than we were playing it in
0: yeah well and then and then for whatever reason i thought it went to a four chord instead of a five chord no that's what i'm saying i just went like it was gone it was gone
1: <laughs> i was like i was doubting myself i'm like how am i not playing this right
0: yeah, it's like the easiest song we have. <laughs> it's probably the easiest song we have. It's literally four chord or three chords.
1: Right, It's that, one, four, that five. who never learned a fourth
0: chord. Dude, he would be fine! Well, except it's not a <laughs> shuffle. Right, right, right. So silly, though. I think, uh, the... I was really happy with, with most of the flow. I think some of my banter wasn't on point. Yeah. Uh, that's tricky. Something I have to work on. <laughs> we probably both have to work on a little bit. Like, I think like, but our stage presence overall is getting better.
1: It was great. I, you know, I I watched some of it. I feel like our, our presence on stage, we definitely didn't look uncomfortable on stage. That's good. We didn't seem nervous. That's uh, good. The sound was a little something like we almost sounded more like a metal band. Well, I think that we was in nature... a nature richness to it. It was very brittle. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm curious to hear. Hear the recording, it, it felt to me on stage as if it was really loud and a lot of the detail was getting lost.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was crazy loud, I think it was really bright. Ah, uh, um, but the schism was really good.
0: Oh, cool, yeah, yeah, it, it was tricky for me to hear. And the and uh, you know, I went straight into that amplifier. It's always tricky for me. It's already, you know, how picky I get with like the tone. Yeah. Then you add Arco on top of that. Yep. And I just like, in my head, I was like, man, I can't tell if this, what this sounds like at all. I see. Right. Yeah, because the, you lose the, the sound. It just like turns into something else when it goes yep. through an amp like that. Yep. You, you lose like the, 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 sound of the hair yep. in my mind. So uh,
1: eventually we'll, we'll want a, a nice amp that you can bring
0: with us well i mean eventually what i would prefer is that we play with like just like a stage monitor between the two of us yeah so it's more of just a reference point and then all the sound is going out yeah yeah i mean that's I, what I, that's I what, what i would think would be the best monitoring. no and i think that that would uh monitors weren't too loud i don't think were they your voice was really loud i almost asked him to turn it down because i don't know about your wedge like mine was great uh-huh. but uh yours mm-hmm. i forget what tune it was i think it was on a uh, on on be careful yeah Right, like it was like it hurt my ears almost. Oh wow, okay, it was so loud, and I actually like kind of turned my head a bit so it didn't go straight in my oh dang into okay. my canal. But it was fine; like I survived. <laughs> it was all good. Yeah. What did you, What did you think, though? Do you have any other observations? Because you already saw the video.
1: I didn't watch so all of said, it. I think it started too slow. I think what's interesting is we we do the, all those tunes together. At the beginning. we do four tunes without stopping or saying it. Yeah. And I feel like we didn't build any energy until after that. So I feel like that the first four were like, were almost a throwaway. Interesting. And like our set didn't start until after we were done with those.
0: Interesting. Okay. So maybe maybe we need maybe we need to incorporate something that's a little more flashy at the beginning. Maybe. Or figure out how to do the that opening medley. We could even try reordering it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had a a follower, one of our groupies, uh, Dean. He was telling me, uh, I talked to him on the phone, and uh, I think he told you this also. He's like, oh, you shouldn't have a cover so close to the top.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? He's like, save it for the middle of the set. I don't know. I thought it was an interesting observation. Yeah. Because he's like, you do all this original stuff, but why do you start with a cover then? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh. It's like, we didn't start with a cover, but... I mean, but we talked about this too, like, uh, the opener, where are you going that we did, it didn't hit the same way that we really wanted it to. It felt like, right? Like it didn't, I mean, I don't, don't know if it was the tempo it was or the volume.
1: Hit. It doesn't hit. It's not a hitting hard song.
0: So then w- we have to figure out then how to place it better. Maybe.
1: Yeah, probably. I,
0: or I don't know. Maybe too. Like we, we can, can only do certain with, tunes at certain types of hell. shows.
1: I mean, that hits hard. Yeah. If we want to start with an instrumental. We should start with all hail.
0: I mean, it's the same thing. It's like, uh, like I was saying, like, I don't know if we can do uh, beaver at all those gigs. Maybe. Right. I'm not, I'm not sure if it translates right. You know, like maybe we have to go to where we have like sets for loud settings and then it has to be like a little more.
1: Or there's different ways of doing beaver, like doing it faster would have helped a lot.
0: Yeah. It was too slow. I was doing it more like the recording tempo, I think. Yeah. Actually it was slower than that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I had this, I, I don't know why I started so slow. That was in a great. I feel like we were trying to oh, take, well.
1: take space, but that was a little too much space.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then I filtered and I I was trying to get it going faster and I I didn't do it. Oh well, that was not perfect. It's all right.
1: It's all right. Well, that was our show and we got, we got yeah. We got more shows coming up.
0: Yeah, we do. Yeah. I'm coming back out in June. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Playing at Cellus Brewery.
1: Cellus Brewery, June 2nd.
0: Yeah, we got that coming up and we got a gig at UBG on July 3rd.
1: Yeah. Yep, yep,
0: yep, yep. Out in Hollywood, if I recall correctly. But yeah, but it was fun. Yeah, It was fun. Cool. Dude, I almost missed my flight. I told you right.
1: Man, I that's so, crazy. I've never seen anything like
0: that. Dude, it was, was out, like, out the, the door. Line, I know.
1: It went all the way through the inside and out the door, right?
0: Yeah. And then when I checked in, I it had the option to go on a later flight. I was like, I don't want to do that. No, I'm going to get home. And then I was like, wait, this line is crazy. So I wait in the other line yeah. for like 20 minutes to talk to someone for them to tell me like, Oh, there's not much we can do. Sorry. Right. There's no other flights you can take. What? So I was no other flights. Yeah. They said they're all booked. There was no help. And then I was like, but uh, I can't really help this line. This is unreasonable. Yeah. Right. Like I'm here much before my flight. They're like, Oh, not much we can do. So, Oh, well,
1: that's terrible.
0: Yeah. But I made it. I, I found a kind soul that helped me out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was all gravy. Uh, all right. Well, should we uh, get into a segment here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. What do
0: we got? What do we got? Uh, I think it's time for a gig fail. Gig fail. All right. Oh, I almost started it again. Oh, it did start again. Sorry. So, Uh, theater is back, everyone. Applause, applause, applause. (laughs) Hooray! Uh, man, sound people, I love sound Uh people, but Uh not really. Uh, I'm doing this gig, I don't know what it is, but somehow I feel like I'm a magnet for these situations (laughs) where it's like, hey man, your stuff isn't working, hey man, there's a buzz. Right. This is happening. You've seen this happen uh, with my microphone. And I'm like, no, it's your cable. Right. It's not me. It's you somehow i a magnet. I'm doing this gig. It's all electric. And I'm like, this is great. Now I don't have to deal with people messing with my upright tone. Like I just get sent in my signal and it's fine. So I get there, do my load in. Uh, It's like crotchety old, like tech guys, not very friendly. They're fine, but they're like, they're complaining about how they can't use gaff tape on the ground because it'll chip the paint or pull it up. Yeah. And then the one guy's like, Oh, see, I don't care. I'm just taping it. He's like, yeah, look, Roger. Oh, I'm just taping it. Yeah. Who cares? We can just repaint it. Right. He's like, yeah, Bill, you're right. Yeah. Roger. Right. It's it's a conversation like that. So I have my amp, they come over with their DI and I I ask him, Oh, is it cool actually to go out of my amplifier because I bring my, my, my tube head. And to me, I think it adds a nice color to the right. sound, you know, it warms up the bass signal, you know, I'm and I'm, uh, it just acts as a preamp. Right. Right. What's preamps are cool. Who doesn't like a nice little, little, little uh, bit of tube tube drive on your tone. It sounds great in most cases, mm-hmm. just a little, just a little. Right. And the guy's like, Oh, well we could try. It's probably going to be noisy. Right. I'm like, well, yeah it could be but we could try if you want or if not we don't have to no 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 we'll try but we'll see i'm like dude this is already going great so anyways uh he comes back down on his yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to him right now i'm like oh no and he starts walking towards me right he's like yeah man it's like i thought it's your signal i'm like okay fine so put me in the direct box the guy goes and gets like a like a left right XLR. It's like a stereo plug. Okay. Which I'm like, this is weird. You should just use a single quarter, but whatever. Maybe he knows something I don't, whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm taking care of it right now. He talks on his on his headset. Okay. He unplugs it. He also unplugs my amp. But he leaves my amp hot. Right? He doesn't ask me to mute it, turn down, nothing. He puts the plug in and then starts to plug in my amp. He's like, oh. Right? It pops. Anyone that doesn't know this, like you, have to be careful yeah. when you plug in the line because if it's hot, it's like it's like doing a car battery. Man, there's a charge there, yeah. and it comes out as a as a pop through your speakers, yes. and this annoys people, especially uh, if you're doing to someone else's gear. It's yeah. like going up to someone's car and keying it. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, did I do that? It's like, yeah, you did. It's your fault. It's pre- it's so I funny
1: s- to do that in front of somebody too, key their car.
0: Oh, did I too? <laughs> I'll have to try that next time. And see how they react. So this happens, right? And the whole pit hears it. Everyone like turns around, and I say in a fairly loud voice, "Well, I'm glad I didn't do that, right? Like this guy is disrespecting my gear, yeah. right? Like, and he's supposed to be a professional. He's getting paid probably much more per hour than I am to be there.
1: I mean, right? I know the sound people with this particular company,
0: and they are dude, hopeless. It's it's not very encouraging, right? So that happens. And then I hear him talking through the headset again, like, no, there's still a buzz. Right. And then another guy comes down and starts asking me about my gear. Right. He's like, well, what type of bass do you have? Bizarre questions. It's like, what do you mean? What type of base do I have? And he's like, is it active? And I'm like, it is, but I actually have it passive and I have both coils on full because I know that that can cause, you know, some hum. I'm aware of this. And that's why I have my settings the way I do so that there's no hum. It's like, Because they're single coils, right? Like anyone out there that plays a strat, you know what I'm talking about, right? This is a a common thing. So they're they're talking back and forth. It's like, oh, let me try a different cable. This joker does the same thing again. And I'm like, are you serious, man? Like, you could just ask me to mute it. Yeah. I'm like, you could just ask me to mute it. Like, why are you touching my stuff and popping my speaker? Mm -hmm. Right? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it should be better now. Dude, it still wasn't. They had to come down again, and then they changed out the direct box. They're like, "Oh, it was a bad direct box." I don't know what's going on, man. I was peeved. I got peeved. So it wasn't my fault. Was someone they, else. Like, not it's have, fine. Like ground lift on the other direct box or something. Did they check? That? I don't know. So that this is where it quick, gets more bizarre. Pop, they could check that. This well, they, they did change the ground lift, okay. right? And then they were still, and then finally, they, and then they changed out the box. Like, oh, that's better. So then there's this funny thing that happens. All of a sudden like the lighting changes or something, right? Like like I know it's the lighting. I'm not sure if it's the lights, but something changed and now my volume pedal, volume pedal, you know like a you know like on a dimmer on lights how you go and then when you turn it on all the way, it'll stop that buzz in like yeah. some like fluorescent yes. lights. It's the same thing with my, my volume pedal for my foot. So now I can't use my volume pedal, right? So I ask Whoa. about it. And I'm like, this is this is bizarre. I use this my gear all the time, every weekend. You know, I use it. I've never had my, my pedal make noise, right? I have uh I have a power. Mm-hmm. Do they have you on the board. same
1: circuits that they have lights on? I don't know. So because I was starting like to like ask about problem.
0: that. It is. And I started to ask questions and started to say things, and they were just like, you piss here. And then I told the the contractor, mm-hmm. he's like, man, I'm trying to like help you out. I'm trying to figure out what's going on because it shouldn't happen like that. But everyone's pissy, and I'm like, okay, man, you know what? I'm just not going to use it. We'll we'll let the show suffer, you know, by this like you know, like ten percent, right? Because you know, it, it's yeah. a it's a very nice tool to have for for pit work. Yeah, if you have a long note, you can't pluck it soft and ex- and expect it to sustain. So that's when I would use it. I would roll off, yeah, you know, like twenty percent, and then pluck harder, and then I can like fade up, mm-hmm. fade out. I can't do any of those effects now. So now it's like when I have to cut off, I either have to do like roll my hand over the string, Mm -hmm. right? Or I just have to lift and it's just uh, off, right? Whatever, whatever. So that's the first part of it, right? That was annoying, right? The other gig fail, this one's kind of funny. This one's kind of funny. So it's the first read through. Uh, This is the same gig, man. This thing's been a hoot. It's been a blast. I'm so glad to be working again. Like there's so much fun stuff. (laughs) So uh, we're tuning up, right? Everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that stuff's happening. Cool. Okay, we're going to start. As we're playing, it, something feels a little funny, right? And we don't know what it is, right? And then the violin player is like talking to the keyboard player. Like, I think your keyboard's out of tune. <laughs> and the keyboard player's like, what are you talking? This isn't even possible. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I think you're out of tune. So he gets his phone out and like the fiddle player is like checking his note. Right, uh-huh. he's like, okay, yeah, I'm in tune, and then he he had the piano player play, and he was like sharp or flat,
1: yeah,
0: right by like ten cents. What, what, what was fourteen he cents?
1: Like a synth, like a Nord or something. Oh, uh, it
0: was like a Yamaha, like S90EX or something. I forget what the model is, was but it's it like a full synth size or uh,
1: an electric piano.
0: I can't tell you. I you think it's an electric piano. I think it's I think it's a workstation. I don't think it was uh. a a full synthesizer. Yeah, because my like my uh, my little fatty, I have to tune. Oh, right, because it has that component from what I saw, this was just, I've seen this keyboard before and I've never heard of someone having to tune it. So anyways, we all hear that something's a little funny and that the pitch is odd. Right. And then people are speculating of what's causing this pitch change. Like, is, is it like when they turn on the monitors Is something getting phased? Like what, what's going on in my head? I'm like, none of that makes sense at all. Right. But Like it's not my responsibility. I'm still annoyed at the guy popping my speaker and that my pedal is buzzing now when I put it anything from like it's fine at 100 and zero, but nowhere in between. So everyone's suspicious of it, but it's whatever, right? We go on and it seems to go away, which is like, well, that's a that's a fun, odd, quirky thing to have happen—the electric instrument go out of tune. So, dude, we had our matinee yesterday. We tune up, everything's dandy as candy. We start playing. Ooh, dude? What? It was off. The keyboard. It was so out of tune. It was not just a little, like, s- s- like significantly. Like I would play a note and I was like, dude, am I playing the wrong note? And I would look at <laughs> my hand, I'm like, no, that's a G natural. Okay, that's what it says on the page. How is this sound? And it was serious, like, whoa, 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 oh, It was like I was hearing beats. Oh man. Then the woodwinds would play in the strings, and it sounds like it's it's not a terrible, terrible right, like uncomfortably out of tune, not just like a little bit, not like, oh, it's a fast going tune. on, so dude, everyone freaks out the first like uh, you know, it's like a few tunes back to back in the beginning of the show, it's yeah. like three cues or so, right, and everyone's like, what is it? right? And everyone starts looking at the keyword player, he's like, What do I what? I'm just playing I'm just playing, dude, as soon as like the third cue ends, he hop like three people hop up and go start talking like what's going on over here right because the woodwinds can't play in tune the violin and the cello can't play in tune the md walks off the podium like what's going on he's like i don't know i don't know what's happening i'm just playing the notes right and they start like (laughs) they start turning it on turning it off i'm plugging it plugging it back in i'm like i don't think that's going to change it (laughs) (laughs) then they start playing it's like oh it's better and then it's like no it's not it's not better (laughs) right so the whole first half is agonizing oh right <laughs> it's not great someone figures out to check the mod wheel uh-huh somehow it had creeped up and it, so when i come back the to the tuning yeah the, the so uh it was assigned to tuning the modulation wheel yeah i understand so- yeah, yeah yeah so it was assigned to tuning is what it sounds like yeah so the, you know like a lot of keyboards have like at least two wheels yeah like that or have a pitch bin and yep. a mod wheel yep. that uh, can be used like you said for tuning or for uh for it, vibrato right various things whatever you assign it for so when i came back down to the pit uh i heard them be like yeah just get some gaff tape <laughs> right and they had taped down the uh the mod wheel man and then uh and then he's like, yeah, I didn't know what it was going on. Dude, the situation was hilarious. So then we tune, and he hits the A, and I hit mine, and I just smile at him. And then everyone's like, yeah, you're in tune. So that wow. was it. Pretty spicy that's for the opening spicy. of a show, though. Really dude, you know? him? Uh, not really. It was more of a, like, oh, well, that's kind of a bummer that that happened that way. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Man, I would be like, I'd leave thinking i was fired for sure i mean i thought I it was a little funny
2: fired.
0: yeah yeah i understand i i thought it was a little funny that that he didn't think to check that you know
1: i mean but, like i would be checking everything right that's the thing it's like so i was working doing sound of the church last weekend uh-huh and uh the 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 other guy who usually does sound with me wasn't there. So I had to do both the live stream and in-house by myself. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. So I'm doing in-house, which is like, it's this weird thing where in-house has to come first, but it has, Mm -hmm. but it can't not go to the stream. Everything has to go to the stream. So I had like one ear on for the stream and one ear in off. And the stream had this like phasing sound in it. Uh Uh-oh. It was really weird. This like digital phase and i couldn't figure out what was happening and i kept checking the the sends that i was sending to the stream it it like sends through a matrix to the stream i was checking the buses that all go to that matrix i was checking everything like every minute every like second i had that i didn't have to do something active for in the house i was like mm-hmm. checking the sends checking the routing is something being sent twice that's causing like a phase delay or something yeah. like that and like i i couldn't figure out it i couldn't figure anything out at all and it turned out that the, that the guy running video had set uh, a six frame phase offset on the audio on purpose because he. to like, sync it better with the video because there's like a six frame delay or something. Oh,
0: okay. And okay. so
1: then we put it back to none and it was like that was gone. And so we decided it was better to not have it sound weird. Yeah, I think so. But it was this thing where it's like I just took every second I possibly had to check everything I could, and I feel like in that situation, if I was sitting at that keyboard, I would be racking my brain. I don't know. It's this weird. It's this weird thing where it's the, the the attitude of taking the responsibility on yourself versus yeah. I'm just playing the notes, like you're <laughs> yeah, the one well, that's... at the keyboard, right? Like your job is to make that instrument
0: work properly. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what i I think that with those instruments, because they're perfect in the sense of they can't go out of tune right, I would think that you it would be almost instinctual to check the mod wheel because that's the only thing that can affect pitch. It's crazy,
1: I mean, they could have so, had a transpose on, they could have had something
0: on, yeah, yeah, well, and he checked that, and he's like, no, it's not a transpose, Fine. right, and it's like it's something what's your what's your a set at you know yeah. and he was checking all those things i don't know man it was like i'm imagining a violin <laughs> player playing out of tune and they're like
1: what i'm just playing the notes and then someone's like oh look the peg isn't tightened enough
0: yeah it, it's a little <laughs> bit like that i mean but to be it, it, these keyboards right it literally is just like press and play like there's no tuning required you I know just made, so yeah I think- fine, there's no troubleshooting like required apparently yeah because nothing ever goes wrong i still don't know how the mod wheel moved by itself
1: that's the other one i he can't probably get. doesn't know what the mod it probably I, I actually i don't know if it's a heat this person probably doesn't know what the mod wheel does or something like that and was just fussing with it. it's possible
0: it's possible they're just playing the piano part so i don't know but yeah what a hoot well because probably they're running through main stage right no Oh, they're not. I think they're just doing piano. Oh. The, other, the second keys is doing main stage. Okay. I don't see a laptop set up. I think they're just doing like some sort of piano.
1: So it's just patch. their rig. They're not even running yeah. through the, yeah. the, the contractors. Yeah. Right. Ugh. That's way their fault then.
0: <laughs> well, that's the gig fails. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a big fail.
0: yeah yeah, it was pretty spicy i feel like if
1: i was the contractor i'd be like i want you to spend this week and just like do some spend some time with your
0: rig i think i I was under the impression that this person has never experienced this before which again it's like it's a little funny yeah i don't know or maybe it's not their keyboard (laughs) maybe they're borrowing i don't know what's happening man but
1: yeah well that's that's our (coughs) excuse me our jig fails
0: yeah, Jake fails. Shall we move on? Yeah, let's. Is it, is it time to uh, go to a darker place? <laughs> sure. Uh, ah. Have your thoughts led you into the quicksand of pessimism? Has the tide of emotion I made it. you need the winds of reason? Perhaps you hang onto the cliffs of hope by a fingernail. Oh, All this lost release really <laughs> invite you to anguish with us in the Pit of Despair. <laughs> what? I don't know why it uh, goes to autoplay. (laughs) How do I fix that? I don't know. How's the chat doing? Oh, there's no chat. Okay. But it looks like we have a a person or two listening to us. Hello, person. Hello. Or two. Or maybe it's just a bot. I think it's me. Oh. I'm on my phone. Oh, then it's just you. Yeah. (sighs) So it's just us. You and me. That's all right. Okay. Anyway. So,
1: um, pit of despair. I was driving to a gig yesterday uh, in South Austin, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know how you describe this this area. It's not it's not rural, and it's not quite suburban yet. It doesn't feel like the classic suburb. It's like uh, the outskirts of a city, kind of an area. Mm. So there's well, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so I was driving, and it was actually by a Sprouts. I was driving and I saw a robotic what looked like cooler. Yep. Yep. Driving itself <laughs> down the sidewalk. Now I don't know where it was going or what it was doing. But the thought it was that I had food was it?
0: I, I didn't yes. I didn't check. Well, maybe I can't. I I can't say what the contents of said robot were, but I I have talked to friends that have confirmed that these things exist in Southern California in certain areas, and they're doing trial runs of these like miniature carts that are automated that will go to an address, notify you they're there, you go out and get your stuff. I just hate it so much. It it makes me feel
1: like the bad guy, the racist bad guy in a movie mm-hmm. set in like the 1960s during the civil rights. Okay. Like I look at the robot with just like utter hatred. The, yeah. And Evil so I robot. remember, so David Deutsch, who's a, um, a physicist in the UK, um, was on the Sam Harris podcast, probably seven, eight, maybe 10 years ago or something. And okay. they, were, they were talking about AI and, yep. uh, talking about racism towards robots and AIs. And um, the idea is if that AI is real and these are potentially intelligent beings, mm-hmm. our hatred of them or our fear of them is inherently racist because it's prejudicial. Okay. And it's this thing where I have this inherent dislike of, of this type of... Of technology, and I've had it for a long time, and it isn't just robots. Even it's it's technologies that disrupt human connection. So okay, uh, the the self checkout lines at grocery stores. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like simple, yeah. Sim- I I don't use them. I don't use them. S- s- I simple little things like that, or um, uh, answer machines where you like push buttons and a robot kind of helps you through a menu and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. All this stuff is, is, it sucks to me. I don't like it. Um, and I see that the robotic delivery is sort of in line with that. And all, sure. of, these, all of these forces pushing, pushing communities and society apart from each other, atomizing us further, which is funny because I am sort of a, an avid individualist But I'm not against community, and in fact, I think that the only way for an individualist society to work is community cooperation, which is, it's this funny kind of other side of the coin, because the only way for, like, a uh, a socialist dystopian nightmare society to really take hold is for us to be completely atomized from each other and be fully reliant on some larger power. Right, but that's kind of what's happening right now. Right, exactly. Like it seems, it seems we're like we're it. we're losing our teeth, we're losing our muscles, we're losing everything. It's going to be like Wall-E. Do you, do you remember that movie? Have we talked? about I don't that think movie? I, re- I saw it. Uh, it's this movie that's it's set in the future, and Earth has become a, a junk heap. And everybody lives in space, where everything's done for them by robots. So everybody's really fat, and they're these big fat blobby people, and they just like live in these floating uh, chairs. They just go to like a restaurant and a movie, and and takes them to their bed and Ugh. takes them to their whatever. And everybody's just really soft and fat and jolly.
0: Weird, dude. So, how can you be against technology? Like, Wait, le- you you clarified you clarified somewhat that it was against uh, technologies that remove human connection interaction. Uh huh. Right. But you're also way into into effects and processing, Uh like you spent hours working on our EP, Uh right? And that's all done through nothing but technology. I'm not against technology. I don't think technology is bad. So only technologies that. So what's 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 bad about having a delivery cart? Nothing. Is it because it's not a person?
1: Because it, it, you would rather have the use There's, there's nothing bad the in and of itself. Here, here's the thing. There's nothing bad in and of itself. If you're an inventor and you're like, hey, look at this. I made a delivery cart that delivers for itself. And you go, hey, that's neat. Like, I think that human innovation is great. I think that's actually mm-hmm. how, how we survive better and better all the time. It's, just, it's like, I don't think a house is a bad thing. And it's probably a little bit better than a tent. Mm. Especially if you're trying to have kids. Because sure. it's easier to keep bears and lions out. Um, but, um, so I don't think it, these things are bad. I don't think developing new types of carbon fiber picks that don't degrade as fast is a bad thing. I think that, um, it's when the purpose of that thing becomes siloing control, uh, mm. into, a a body like a government or a corporation or something like that that takes away people's ability to have power with each other Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: and have strength with each other and have strength in themselves. So once, once it's actually deteriorating your life, it it becomes sort of diminishing or actually negative returns. It's a little bit, it's a little bit like the over sanitization of society. If we end up killing all of our immune systems because we sanitize everything to the point that our immune systems are so weak that we'll die with any germs, then we've, that, that is a counterproductive technology. That doesn't mean that I think that all sanitization is bad. Right. Like, I, I don't think saying. there should be like feces everywhere. I think you should clean things up because you don't want to live in an unhealthy environment. But you can go too far.
0: I told you that uh, I haven't seen it, but I had a buddy telling me that uh, if you go to like a, a Chili's, uh-huh. <laughs> that there's a, a robot that'll tell you where to sit. Mm-hmm. Now you like go up and tell how many people are in your party And it'll tell you what table to go to mm-hmm. And there's also a robot that delivers Appetizers now Yeah I wonder how much more it's going to go I mean uh, I haven't heard anything recently but I remember uh, They were doing trials Of using drones To deliver small items Yeah I mean that would take it to a whole other level Yep yeah. Right, because then you don't even need a an Amazon driver for for many of those orders. Right.
1: I mean the there there's one piece of despair in it in that it is non sentient beings are more valuable than low end human labor. Right. 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 And that's the problem. Is then it demands? I mean, so. You could argue it could be good and could be bad. It will demand of people of humans that we provide more value because if that is but, if, if, if if the robot is is able to do that, that becomes that's zero, so then you can't pay you're not going to be able to pay anybody to do that.
0: So people will have to be able to do something better yeah I think that, so this has been happening for a while. You yep. could argue that this this shift. Uh, had a vast, mm-hmm. had a vast change during what the Industrial Revolution probably. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, steam engines, mm-hmm. right? Locomotives, right? Uh, textile plants, right? All these things have devalued labor. But what's what's this? What's well, I don't, I don't know, like,
1: yeah I don't agree with the devaluing labor.
0: But yeah. Well, it made it where where labor for those functions you. A, a, a person cannot compete with one of these machines
1: right, but that doesn't devalue the labor that devalues the 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 uh the sorry my my sick brain is foggy it devalues oh it devalues the action right so if if a person if a person requires fifteen dollars an hour to flip hamburgers or a robot requires zero Mm -hmm. that doesn't devalue the labor of that person that devalues the flipping of hamburgers i see that person's labor is the value of that person's labor is up to that person
0: but i'm saying if, if the the more automation there is the less opportunity there is for for labor maybe maybe. maybe. i mean i i don't
1: think that's true i think that that that's the that's like the myth of the finite economy i think that there is no limit to the amount of value that can be provided the
0: problem is that not everybody but the but the skill the skill set that's required Mm -hmm. to be a professional to have a job right it's it's getting less and less for lower (laughs) lower uh lower positions right like even like a fast food joint, right? It's literally, uh, the joke is you literally press a picture, yeah. right? It does all the calculations for you. Mm-hmm. In many cases, you're not even handling currency. You're just pressing a button to accept a transaction, uh-huh. right? So the number of jobs that are actually available, they they have a very high uh, standard of entry. Yeah. Right? Like even the gigs, like uh, I don't make a tremendous amount of money compared to other musicians, but even at my position, like I feel like uh, the standard for entry is right. so high yeah it takes so much effort and so much skill right and you have to maintain that right it's uh and there's less and less of these opportunities like people are right. fighting over these Absolutely. gigs that pay 100 bucks i
1: don't actually think that's because of automation i think that that's, a, that's i think it is though that's because that's there's so many hair.
0: recording there's recordings there's tracks available
1: i think that it's because of market manipulation i think it's because of things like minimum wage I think if we were in a situation where you could actually start doing anything for almost nothing, same as a robot, that sets you that actually sets you in a place where you can start to be very creative mm-hmm. because you're not stuck in these stupid tracks like I can make no money or I can make $11 an hour at McDonald's or I can get a degree like you're setting yourself up where nobody's valuable. To yeah, I with. see. I see. And then you have to find a way to develop your own value.
0: So, do you think we should uh, attack these robots in the street? We should just get a bunch of crowbars and a uh, well, well, mats. well. <laughs> Look who decided to come on this side of the tracks.
1: Exactly. <laughs> really, really like lean into that bad guy in a nineteen-sixties movie, dude. Uh, what if the robots can defend themselves? What if you like it? Just
0: looks like a they have little tasers on them. Yeah, <laughs> little probes. <laughs> Has little stun guns. Oh, my God. Well, I wonder. I mean, because then it's going to become a crime. Like, obviously, it'd be a vandalism. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if those companies would have enough resource. Like, how would they actually... I don't know how they would prosecute someone that would attack their robot. Well, maybe they must feel that. Well, yeah, but but, what benefit would they receive? I guess it would be if the company owned everything, and we still had private jails. Then they could be what free benefit
1: they they'd get like remuneration for someone destroying their robot.
0: But but if they don't, if that person doesn't have any money, if they can't sue them for goods, well, that's the problem or, with
1: suing anybody anyway. I mean, that's the whole thing. So it's interesting. Then how
0: are they getting even?
1: I have a friend from Russia who thinks it's terrible that the West got rid of debtors' prison.
2: Oh.
0: because
1: she says that essentially it makes it legal to steal I mean I can kind of see that because if you don't you, have you anything you don't have to pay it off right because you didn't have to go to debtor's prison if you could pay it the trouble is if you can't pay it then you just well, this get is, away with the, stealing
0: and then as soon as you say oh but the, the, the loans are predatory right uh-huh. but I mean, we're still living in a predatory are, system sure. yeah. well they are they are but then, if we have it set up where someone declares bankruptcy and then yet they don't, they're not settling on their account, then isn't that being distributed to us in some way? Like, that's society's debt, then. Yeah. You could argue.
1: Well, that's, that's what something
0: being we should We shouldn't means. give out loans, then. We just shouldn't give out loans. Yeah, I agree. That's better. We should just not have loans. Well, we... Here's the thing.
1: No, no, no. Anybody could give out any loan they want, and they should take on the risk of this loan. This is what I think. I think that giving money to other people should be should be a high risk situation. Right, it's a gamble. You so a a bank should have to really convince you to give them all your money. Like, let's just hang on to all your money over
0: here. That should be a hard sell. Yeah. No, I know. We've talked about this before, right? Right. Man, but everything's insured. Okay. Now I'm getting pretty pretty. I'm getting a lot of despair. This is dark. This is like the. Yeah. And we got this nothing. Is, yeah, we this have is, no marbles. Yeah, we're out of marbles. This is the thing we're playing. We're, yeah, we got, you, you got the shortest straw. We got the shortest. We have straws, like two dollars,
1: and we're playing with somebody with like fifty million at the table. Yeah, yeah. This is so we can yeah. go all in to try and like nickel and dime them. But it doesn't matter. You it's can't not win. Work.
0: Yeah. This is this is where we have to have. A very significant shift in economic policy, or we're kind of up a creek. Yeah. We're very much up a creek. And that's what it is. <sighs> that's it. Well, that's cheery. So the robots are gonna take <laughs> over. There's not gonna be any jobs left for us. Yeah. <coughs> yep. Yep, oh for doodles. All right. Well, well. I, I feel I feel cheery now. <laughs> Okay. I feel cherry. All right. Well then See, I just saw this butterfly in my garden. I texted you that that picture. Yeah. I was so excited. All right. And I'm like, maybe life will work out. And then I'm realizing that's the only butterfly I've seen like that in years. And that's why I was so happy to see it. I'm like,
1: there's tons the of butterflies one. here.
0: Okay. Well, I guess I'm the only garden I see in California that has butterflies right now. Or maybe yeah. it's because I don't go to other people's gardens. If you do that in Texas, you'll get shot if you just walk into someone else's hey, garden. Hey, I had a
1: gig in a garden yesterday.
0: You did? And there was butterflies? Yeah, it was gorgeous. There was a flower what garden. What type? What color? I don't know. were they? Like yellow and black. Like the type I sent you? The, yeah, it kind of looked like that a little bit. Yeah. I love those, man. Mm-hmm. So gorgeous. Okay. Well... Actually, now I don't feel as... I, I shouldn't have talked about that, because now I feel happier talking about right, well, the butterflies. That's, that's fine, because now we can depressed. hear a word
1: from our sponsors.
0: Oh, that's right. Is it, is it time for baloney News? I think it news? is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a banner. Baloney News. The news you want to hear. All right. Fresh in from the headlines in baloney News. Oh, there's not too many articles today. Seems like the world's pretty peaceful and quiet, which is great. Doja Cat and Dolly Parton are teaming up with fast food chain Taco Bell for a TikTok musical. Uh, The show will be called Mexican Pizza, the musical. Stop it. That's a great Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. If it goes well, the chain plans to continue expanding its media presence with the triumphant return of that cute little chihuahua dog. You remember that guy?
1: Yo Quiero Taco
0: Bell. Yo Kiro Taco Bell, bro. That's right. <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro. Maybe you say Hermano. Yeah. Yo Kiro yo Taco Bell, Hermano. <laughs> In other news, the Fed has announced that monopoly money will be accepted as legal tender by the end of the third quarter. Quote, with the current rate of inflation, it only seems fair that Americans have a fighting chance. <laughs> you saved your monopoly money... Or U.S. dollars, this is the best we could do since both currencies are nearing the same value. <laughs> we, the Fed, are mindful of the impact our decisions have had on the lives of everyday Americans. On a side note, seashells and beads are also being considered. And that's all we got from the News today, it looks like. Lonnie News. What do you want you uh, love to hear. I mean, I'm kind of excited about the, the beads. I mean, who doesn't like, who doesn't like beads? What what do you think the the uh, the pit or what am I talking
1: about? What do you think a Doja Cat slash Dolly Parton uh, mashup would sound like? Collab collaboration, <laughs>
0: dude. I don't, I'm scared. I you know you know uh, the expression. I wouldn't touch that with the ten foot pole. <laughs> yeah, I think this this is close to that. I mean, musicals. I have a love hate thing with musicals. Because I love the collaboration. I like the idea of being in a bigger team. It, it's I I actually see it as a it's like a very high art form for the vernacular for the local the commoner. Yeah, is how I see it. Like anyone can go to a musical and hate it or love it, right? Some of them there's are no good. prerequisite. Some of them are good. So there's some good musicals. Some of them are not so good. This sounds like it's going to be absolute garbage. I mean, it sounds uh, like like you couldn't make it up I mean it's in the baloney news man uh these these guys are on top of it like very, it sounds like somebody's like all right, all right all right
1: Jimmy spitball the dumbest idea you can think of something that makes no sense that would never happen
0: I mean it's making me wonder too if 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 literally every celebrity out there maybe maybe Dolly saved her money and didn't invest it she just put it in the bank and she's lost. and then she's like and now, and now she's like, wait, this inflation thing? Wait, I used to have millions, Dude, and now it, I have $200,000. It, like, it,
1: it, it, it sullies Dolly Parton's name for me so much. It's a little rough, isn't it? It's, it's, it makes me think of an old Bill Hicks joke. Where do you, So do you remember when uh, Willie Nelson got caught not paying his taxes for like 15 years?
0: Uh, it sounds like something he would do.
1: Yeah. He's he, probably too high to remember or something. He, like had, he had millions of dollars like buried out in his yard and stuff.
0: <laughs> really
1: yeah he owed like a lot of money he was but he, but
0: you're telling me he, he had a, had a trunk of money in his backyard was, he just dug a big hole <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, he's he's like, like i know he's like, we're gonna find do. it now fed <laughs> and he takes a, a drag of his spliff or something <laughs> but,
1: that's hilarious yeah but but so in like the early 90s he was doing pepsi commercials Okay, because he he like needed. The That's money. right. He needed the money. That's right. Fast. I remember this. He was hurting, and uh, and uh, what a sellout! Bill Hicks was talking about how sad it was, how it was just like this this shell of a once great, like, <sighs> musical figure, like hawking Pepsi, and how gross that is. That's pretty. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. And he's, he's talking about how you you he uh he has no respect for any. Any um any artists who, who do ads for big corporations like that. I mean this is where it is like, like as soon that, as you do an ad for Pepsi, you're off the artistic roster.
0: Yeah, I think so. So, so this is an idea in, in punk rock yeah. that I've heard of when I when I studied in class. I'm not yeah an authority on the on the subject or on the scene at all. But this idea of if you're mainstream, if people like what you do, if too yeah. many people like it, it means that you're not doing it well enough because as soon as you have mainstream appeal right yep. you're 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 not doing it you're 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 like a pop star and that's not cool it's very uncool
1: so this is actually i think right of this because we do we do a, a a cover or an arrangement actually is what i'd call it of the song schism by tool yeah and i would say that that is the most mainstream possible way for us to do any kind of like proggy thing Mm-hmm. Because that song is super popular, like everybody knows that song basically, and like it makes everyone lose their minds. And anybody who isn't even a Tool fan vaguely knows that song, right?
0: I and mean, so, it's a cool thing. So, team. we're
1: kind of being sellouts ourselves by picking that one. Why didn't we pick some more obscure prog thing that's harder to do?
0: Because, like, that song's not even that hard so but then is it is it being a sellout to play a major scale i mean that's been done before well well so the, like when i was doing that free improv because stuff, because if you're gonna if you're gonna yeah. take that example you have to take it to the extreme right know, and absolutely be like, maybe maybe we <coughs> shouldn't be playing instruments maybe we should just be grunting and throwing paint on the wall yeah, and, and assaulting robots and that's our performance piece. The,
1: but you've, i've shown you some of the stuff i used to do like that yeah, you're a weirdo, dude. But, like, yeah. So, like, when I was playing with the Instant Composers pool in the Netherlands, it was, it was like that. So, like, they'd be like, well, you can play a major scale. Like, there's no rule that you can't. But you do have to question why you're drawing on historical structures and things like that.
0: Man. Because it's comfortable. Exactly. It's like eating... It's like... It's like, to me, it's like having a good, like, enchilada, man. It's just... It tastes good. Like, why why mess with it yeah i don't know i love enchiladas man most comfortable food <laughs> in the world to eat
1: yeah all right well uh, let's uh let's chug along here our uh, got value for value got value for value so this is our this is our segment where we we beg y'all
0: for some funding we just oh, looks like we had someone else join us. Welcome to our stream. you oh, welcome. Thanks welcome. for hanging out.
1: Well, you, you you got here just in
0: time for us to just in time for us to ask you to give us something. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, you're already giving us your attention. Why not give us a dollar? But it, it, it's great because we got one more fun segment after this. I think
1: I think it's going to be great. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so our value for value is just a quick spiel. So we, as a band and as a podcast, put a lot of content out. We put out music. We just put out an EP that's available on all streaming platforms now called First Tap uh we are sap and claw elixir that's our band name and uh if you would like to support either our podcast or our uh whatever it's called our our music
0: <laughs> is that what you call it, it is someone what call it. yeah yeah you it's can... a bit of a dangerous category yeah but... yeah
1: there, there's a few things you can do you can uh donate to our venmo which is a qr code right up here that's right you can donate to our bitcoin qr over here and hey Bitcoin's getting cheaper and cheaper all the time, so we'll take it. It's a bargain right now. Last I
0: heard it was 27 k It's amazing. It's so cheap. Just give us one. I just want one coin.
1: (laughs) It's awesome. Also, you can sign up on our Patreon below, and that has various tiers. If you sign up for just $5 a month, you can submit topics or questions for us to discuss on the show. If you uh, subscribe for higher tiers, you can... uh, get access to backstage videos you can get access to extra Mm -hmm. spicy content if you sign up for ten thousand dollars a month you can really just support us as a real classic esterhazy style patron of the arts
0: also and and that's the slap boxing fight right for 10k that was was just a five thousand dollar one time oh one time so for for a one-time donation of (laughs) five thousand we'll we'll do a slap boxing match
1: also should i should i grab the koozies
0: Oh, yeah. Grab the koozie. Is right, it there? I'll,
1: be, I'll be back. I had, hang, I'll hang. i be right
0: back. Okay. I'm going to stall, I'm gonna stall, stall for time. Me. I'm stalling time. Da, 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 da. Anthony's going to go get our, our merchandise. We just uh, did our first round of merch. So we have some wonderful stickers and a koozie. And I got to tell you, I've started using the koozie and uh, I'm getting into it. It keeps your beverage colder, longer, and it also keeps your fingers dry because, you know, a cold beverage equals uh, those w- little water droplets getting on your hand. And uh, I don't like that. There it is.
1: Yep. Our it's brand a koozie. new koozie. So the other thing is if you sign up on one of our, our Patreon tiers for $10 a month or more, we'll also mail you a koozie and Yay. a sticker.
0: Yay. With an eager beaver.
1: That's true. You can also come to one of our shows and get one of these things. Yep. yep. Or both. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're fun.
1: We've been all the options them. are
0: on the table. Yeah. All right. <coughs> Excelente.
1: Time for our final segment of the.: Okay, day. here it
0: comes.:
1: Welcome hey. to the Elitist corner, where we discuss the most pretentious matters of the mind. <laughs> oh. Nice.: <laughs> Yeah. OK, so for this one, we have, we have a little clip um, that I heard today, actually uh it was from the Lex Friedman podcast and he was talking with Glenn Lowry who is uh, an economist at <coughs> excuse me. hang on uh, I'm trying to mute the 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 speaker Better, so they can't hear me cough I only, see. Only, only you can hear me cough
0: thank you yeah. so generous
1: right so Glenn Sharing L- is carrying <laughs> Glenn Lowry is an economist at Brown University and uh, he has uh, a podcast called The Glenn Show, which he um, he does, I think, monthly podcast with John McWhorter, who is a linguistics professor at Columbia University, and then he has other Ooh. guests on. He's an interesting guy, um, and uh, he, he has a lot of takes on social issues and racial issues and things like that, and so Lex Friedman had him on, and they were discussing... Uh, the old story of the the emperor with no clothes.
0: Oh, yeah. shall I play the clip? Yeah, go for it. Okay, here's a clip from the Lex Friedman podcast.
2: I once read this book by um, a German uh, political scientist called Elizabeth Neula Neumann. That was the uh, uh, the writer's name, Elizabeth Neula Neumann. The book was called "The Spiral of Silence," mm-hmm. and the argument was there can be some views, some issues in society that get uh, defined in such a way that it's inappropriate to hold those views. And as a result, people who don't want to be shamed, who don't want to be ostracized, don't express those views. And when they don't express them, anybody holding the view, because they don't hear it said by others, think that they're the only one or one of the few who hold the view. And so they don't want to be the only one out there saying something. So they keep it to themselves. So now this view, this attitude in society could be held by a large number of people, but because of the fear that if they were to express it, they'd be ostracized. No one says it. And since no one is saying it, the others who hold the view don't know that they're not alone, that they are not the only ones who hold the view. uh, And hence they keep silent. That could be an equilibrium. It could be a Relatively stable situation in which the emperor has no clothes. Everybody can see that this dude is naked. Okay. But everybody thinks that, you know, I don't want to be the only one to say it. And so we all kind of collaborate in this charade of keeping the view to ourselves. Then along comes uh, an event that uh, somebody decides to defy the consensus and the speak out. It could be a little kid who in the story about the emperor has no clothes, doesn't realize that he's not supposed to say that the emperor is naked. The thing about the kid in the story who says that the emperor is naked is not that he's saying it. It's not even that other people hear him saying it. It's that everybody knows that everybody else heard him say it. Mm -hmm. Okay. The kid who speaks out, and says the emperor has no clothes, creates a circumstance in which it's common knowledge that the emperor has no clothes. Now common knowledge does not just mean knowledge. It does not even mean widespread knowledge. It means comprehensive knowledge of other person's knowledge of the thing. Okay. So the spiral of silence is a equilibrium that is susceptible to being undermined by a process of, of a, a kind of cumulative process, a snowballing process of revelation that you're not the only one who thinks this way. I think, I think we can end it. It's here. fascinating to think that there's an ocean of common knowledge
0: that we're waiting for the little kid to wake us up to. Different little parts of it.
2: That's
0: cool. Cool. Wow. Dang, dude. Yeah. What do you think? I mean... So I'm familiar with this story. I read uh, it as a kid, and is this is this a a, a parable of time? Is this a, like a cyclical event for for viewpoints to become dominant and then have subordinate viewpoints? Maybe. Like I'm just wondering because, like, th- this is exactly what's happening. Right now, to some degree, like the idea of we need to censor to protect mm-hmm. people's knowledge and their 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 view of the world, like we have to sculpt that because if it's right. not sculpted, we don't know what the results will be. Mm-hmm. Right? But isn't that terrifying? It's a terrifying prospect. Yeah. I want to be the little kid. Yeah. Doesn't I think, everybody- though if you're not the little kid. But if you're not the little kid, then you have to worry about your, your butt getting whooped if pretty you're not hard. not the little kid. Yeah, I think a little, being a little kid kind of protects you. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Like someone, you couldn't, like the, the, the kid can criticize, right? But someone in the court is going to get their, their head cut off.
1: Right. But if everybody in the court does it, they're not all going to get their head cut off. This you is, don't know that. Well, it's impossible.
0: What if, what if the emperor had robots? Eh. It's true. <laughs> if, if everything was automated, yeah. they could have an automated guillotine. <clears throat> it's true, but, it, because, but eventually it
1: works against the Emperor's interest. If everybody else is dead, then the Emperor's going to die too.
0: Maybe. Yeah. No it's the no good for the everything. Emperor
1: if everybody's dead.
0: I see. So you said this guy, is a, he, he's into economics? hmm What was his name? Glenn what? Glenn Lowry. Glenn Lowry. hmm I've always thought of economics guys as being like number nerds and uh-huh. he seems to be much more of a, a, a aware of, of social impact. Well, so economics just- is
1: I would say first and foremost a social science. So it's in the same department as sociology and uh and psychology sometimes.
0: I see. I yeah. see.
1: Um yeah, so, so s- what I was interested in with this is what he was talking about—a common knowledge,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it isn't. And that the important part isn't that the the child knows that the emperor is naked, or that everybody else knows that the emperor is naked, but that everybody else knows that everybody else knows that the emperor is naked.
0: So, so it has to be an agreed upon perspective. Well, it's not even agreed upon. It's the child
1: saying it out loud confirms right. for everybody that everybody else knows that everybody else knows it.
0: But then what if the child said something that wasn't true and people still want to believe it? Like this is the problem with, right. with how we sculpt our, our reality. Mm-hmm. Like what is common knowledge? Like how because then you would almost say then that uh doesn't that that requires individual discernment to align with someone else's. Right. Well, he
1: said what common knowledge was. He gave a definition of it, like a couple of seconds in. I don't know if you want to try and find it.
0: Yeah, let me, let me roll it back.
2: Let me see here. Uh, the writer's name, Elizabeth Noyla Neumann. A little after that, yeah, yeah. I think. It was called who, who Hold the View. And so oh, they right don't want to be the only one out there. And when they don't express them, anybody, as a result, people who don't want to be shamed, who don't want to be ostracized, don't express those views. And when they don't express them, anybody holding the view because they don't hear it said by others think that they're the only one or one of the few who hold the view. And so they don't want to be the only one out there the same, saying something. Way, yeah. So they keep it to little themselves. Way, okay. So now the says it. And since no one is saying it, the others who hold the view don't know that they're not alone, that they are not the only ones who hold the view. Uh, And hence, they keep silent. That could be an equilibrium. It could be a relatively stable situation in which the emperor has no clothes. Everybody can see that this dude is naked. Okay? But everybody thinks that, you know, I don't want to be the only one to say it. Mm. And so we all kind of collaborate in this charade of keeping the view to ourselves. Then along comes uh, an event that uh somebody decides to defy the consensus and to speak out, it could be a little kid who, in the story about the emperor has no clothes, doesn't realize that he's not supposed to say that the emperor is naked. The thing about the kid in the story who says that the emperor is naked is not that he's saying it. It's not even that other people hear him saying it. It's that everybody knows that everybody else heard him say it. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's the, point the kid now. who speaks out and says the emperor has no clothes creates a circumstance in which it's common knowledge that the emperor has no clothes. Now, common knowledge does not just mean knowledge. It does not even mean widespread knowledge. It means comprehensive knowledge of other person's knowledge of the thing.
1: That's crazy. Uh, right? Comprehensive knowledge of other person's knowledge.
2: So, but, but how... Mm. So the only part that I'm getting
0: stuck on is how are you, how do you know what other people's opinions are, especially when we don't share them?
1: Well, it's not, it's not that you know what other people's opinions are. I feel like that, that the key to what he said isn't that, so I had it a little bit wrong in how I was formulating it before. It's that everybody knows that everybody else heard the kid say it. I see. Not that everybody knows that everybody else thinks he's naked.
0: So, There's a presumption here that I don't know if I agree with Mm -hmm. a little bit, that we want to believe that we're the only person, right? Maybe, or we isolate and think we're maybe not as many people share Mm -hmm. our position or share our perspective. Right. And it's been my experience, the older I get, to realize that while there are many individuals and we have nuanced ways of perceiving an interaction or, or a part of history, what we think the causation is. I, I have yet to meet a person that is truly singular in their view, right? You can, al- like, you can always find something in common with someone. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually. Usually. Even a person that you, you consider completely contrary to you, Yeah. right? You can usually find some sort of common ground, whether that's like completely silly, right? Something of like, oh, yeah, I also like spicy tacos, right? Or I like <laughs> this beverage, right? It right. could be a silly thing. Right, but I'm saying no one, no right. it'd be like walking around and be like, no one in the world likes spicy food like I do. No one in the world can like, or maybe I right. don't like it, right? And so that's a silly example, but even in, a, if we look at it from a political standpoint, mm-hmm. I haven't found one person in the world yeah, that actually thinks that everything's on the up and up, right? You go to either party, and they can say, oh, no, it's the Republicans, oh, it's the Democrats, oh, it's because we don't have independents. Everything's on the up and up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've not I've not met one person that believes everything. in the system fully. I've not met one person, and they can have different reasonings yeah. for what they think it is. Mm-hmm. But that's where I draw like a little bit of a like. I'm not quite sure if I can can go along with this idea of like the person like. Well, I don't want to be singled out because I don't think that. I I think you would have to be pretty self elevated to think like I am solely the one aware of this issue, or I right well so so maybe i'm missing the point of the the context
1: before this in the conversation so what they were talking lex friedman brought up that there's this weird thing today where if somebody is labeled or described as racist yeah that is going to stick to the degree that if any if if anybody stands up and says wait they're not racist Mm. then you're going to get dragged down in that too it's a, thing that, it's a thing that you can be charged with without, without any evidence or anything.
0: Right, right. You just like throw it's, it's, the label on. socially like yeah.
1: disallowed to deny it or defend against it. Right. And then Glenn Lowry said that that is a problem today. And if we went back to the 50s, the version of that would be communist
0: right sure sure the red scare right right just to be associated right and it wouldn't need to prove it you wouldn't
1: need anything and if somebody were to defend you they would also be dragged down as a communist
0: it's it's the same idea as as the witch hunt right if you're accused of it it's like that's just as bad as as being guilty nearly but right because you're going to be marked in a certain way what you can bet on
1: is that there's a lot of people who don't agree that this person is a racist or a communist but they are not willing to say it hmm
0: I want want to listen to his quote one more time of what uh, the comprehensive knowledge is.
2: It does not even mean widespread knowledge. It means comprehensive knowledge of other person's knowledge of the thing. Okay? So the spiral of silence is an equilibrium that is susceptible to being undermined by a process of of a, a kind of cumulative process, a snowballing process of revelation that you're not the only one who thinks this way. It's fascinating to think that there's an ocean of common knowledge that we're waiting for the little
0: kid to wake us up to different little parts of it.
2: That's correct. And the little kid, by the way, could be somebody like Donald Trump, only more effective than Donald Trump. Somebody who is smarter than Donald Trump, somebody who is shrewder than Donald Trump. Somebody who figures out that when Colin Kaepernick takes a knee at a football game. And says, "I'm not going to stand for this presidential allegiance." That a vast number of people are, are very unhappy about that. Hmm. So I think I I think that the the idea
1: that he brought up there that was that that caught my eye is the sort of waiting for the child, and it's sort of the 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 silence starts to unravel as more people see that other people. So the kid says, "Hey, that." The, the emperor does, is naked and then yeah. maybe somebody else goes, Hey, yeah, I noticed that too. And then three other people, Hey, yeah. And now everybody does it. It's the same as I've noticed with masks and stuff. There's, there's places where if you, if you go in without a mask, maybe the person you're with was going to put one on and they don't. And then maybe somebody in there goes, Oh, they don't have a mask and they take one off. Right. <sighs> I mean, I've noticed this with us sometimes. But- in what way uh especially in la like we'll go into a place without a mask and then i'll notice other people take masks off
0: Mm. i mean when uh when i came in the airport i was surprised to see like that is changing and i Mm -hmm. but i think though that the motivations for different people are are very different yeah there's probably some that are like oh this whole thing is a hoax Mm -hmm. right stick it to the man don't trust the government there's other people that uh find it to be a comfort issue, you know, there's other people like uh, that still probably enjoy the comfort and security that they feel from wearing a face covering. Right. As if they're like uh, contributing to society in a better way than another individual who doesn't. Right. Like, so the motivations. Right. And I mean, like, I, but I think that's also, isn't that what people should do? Like the other, the other takeaway I'm getting from this is, and this is actually something that like I think we've talked about before is that to have the strongest society possible there should be a friction there should be some level of contradiction that's allowed right so that you can have discourse so you can have disagreement mm-hmm. otherwise we're 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 getting kind of flabby yeah right we need to work out these intellectual Absolutely. muscles mm-hmm. to some degree right like this is where it's like free speech is dangerous because you can say a lot of terrible yeah. things but then if you're not allowed to you realize like it's like a it's like a, a sword fight's only dangerous if it's a real sword if you're playing with with nerf weapons right you're probably not going to really get hurt right you know
1: No I mean but we've talked about this before who says things have to be safe Free speech Right is well
0: life's not life is not safe life and is pretending not pretending
1: that it is and or should be. I mean I don't even understand the ethic that it should be why
0: well, this is the same thing we were we were talking earlier about uh, about money, right? Why should we trust a bank or a government with our resources?
1: That's a great question. Why, why should we? They're,
0: because because they're insured. Well, it's who's insured yeah, by them. who? It's, yeah, it's by us. Exactly. Exactly. It's ah well, uh, yep. yes. <laughs> it's time for the revolution. There we the go. That will lead. Cheers. Sorry. Yeah, salute to the revolution, right. and then that will lead. To some sort of burp and and belch of digestion that will lead to the next round of constipation for humanity. Terrific, yeah, terrific. This will all take a laxative and feel better about it. Let's just get this out, get it out of our system, and move on so we can eat the next uh, meal and just feel <laughs> the same way and get sluggish. Yeah, us see some more <laughs> junk food society. Oh my gosh. I yep. mean, I'm I eat junk food, dude. I had a In and Out. It's not junk junk food, but it's not healthy food. It's it's hard on me
1: in and out is like I can only eat that all day. Oh, really? It's so heavy.
0: Oh, dude, I'm already hungry again, but I've been doing I've been doing some exercises and. and Yeah, I mean, me being
1: sick, I'm not even moving. So like I'm not burning. Really?
0: I'm going to I'm going to after this, I'm going to go work in my garden. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going to uh, do some uh, weighted burpees. Cool dude they wreck me but it's it so much fun nice, i get dude. all sweaty well yeah all well, right. well uh, thanks, i want to say thanks, for thanks really. we got five
1: we, we're up to five viewers so i don't yeah, know, know yeah hey, uh, thanks thanks for listening
0: yeah folks. thanks for joining us yeah throw us a a follow if you like or one of those little fire symbols those are fun yeah and we'll see you next week
1: this is your afternoon tonic